0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee and Cookies. My name is Lindsay, and today is a fantastic Friday because we have some special guests. Didn't know that, did you?
1: I like the eyebrows. That was a lot of eyebrow movement there. (laughs) That was a lot of eyebrow movement there. You
0: know, I'm excited.
1: (laughs) You're excited? Well, I mean, there's... (laughs) I can't take you seriously. (laughs) So we, we have guests. There's another reason. It's also, what day is it?
0: the best friday ever
1: <laughs> because it's
0: good friday there you it's go. a good i ju, didn't i just say that it's <laughs> a good friday oh well yep. <clears> it's the best friday and uh we are just so excited to be here to, uh yes Nick's inter- yes. intro yes okay intro. do the intro <laughs> We're so excited you're joining us. Today's show is sponsored by Rookie.io, reputation management at a third of the cost. Build your reputation for just $97 a month. Learn more at www.ruci.io. Nick, we are so excited to have guests this morning. Are you excited?
1: Yes, I am. Of course I'm excited because I know who they are because they're standing next to me. (laughs) Like y'all in for a treat today. Y'all are in for a treat. Mm -hmm. We we, We have a power couple in here. Mm-hmm. got power power couple power, I almost said power packed couple and it, it didn't really roll off my tongue too well
0: it did the second time I know done. right yeah. there we go right
1: so good morning audience thank you guys for jo- joining us today if you're joining us on the podcast make sure to come and join us over on Facebook and YouTube so you mm-hmm. can be in the comments good morning Amber sweet wife good morning Rosalie good morning dad TGIGF dad I don't know what all those T-G-I-G-F. extra T G
0: I G F. Thank God it's Good Friday.
1: Oh, see, there we go. That's why I need to have you around because you, you do you do the explanation and the explanation thing. So I'm gonna pass it back to you real you quick. Know, that's how I wrote. Let you introduce our guests. Let's get them on camera and let's have a great morning.
0: Yes, we are so excited to have this power couple in our house <clears> today. Uh, we, are former former teacher and still W two for the moment employees. Um, but they're, they are looking to just, you know, bless people with their wisdom, and we're so excited. I've known them from church. We, I always had the privilege of serving underneath them on their team, and that was amazing. So please welcome. Pause for effect.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm over here, I'm over here, I'm over here, and I'm ready to hit the buttons. No, and she's just, she's just messing with me. She is. She's got you.
0: Jonathan and Narmine Kendall, thank you guys so Welcome, much. Welcome, y'all, on you, with us. You, We're you, so excited to have you guys. So excited
2: to be here. Very
3: excited to be here. Yes.
1: So, so this is Narmine, This is your second time on yes, the set with is. us. Woo-hoo. and This is your first time on set with us. Yeah, I'm a rookie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, so now now it comes the magic of maybe we we can get all all the split screens up and <laughs> oh my goodness, I did it right the first time
0: yes I'm impressed that
1: is the win I'm impressed Yay. you're impressed totally I'm impressed, impressed. Yes. <laughs> so hey we have, we we have some you guys sent us over some topics that we that that we're gonna talk about, but before we get there, y'all are I believe are the the first guest that like. Lindsay gave y'all you guys have cookies this morning you have coffee this morning there's I mean, even there's even a bonus out. she
3: hooked us up uh,
0: yeah i got called out so many times of like where's the cookies that i'm like okay i'm done and my brain decided to like not forget delicious. this week so <laughs>
3: not forget this week
0: i remember we had that conversation i asked justin i'm like how long have i my has my brain like been forgetful it's like, oh, about seven years. <laughs> yeah, our son is seven. So, yeah, our pregnancy brain thing is real. Yeah, it is. It's totally real. It is. It sometimes <laughs>
1: continues. I'm going to leave that conversation on that side. I'm just going to say good morning <laughs> to Angelina and Rosalie again. <laughs> All right. So we, we, we have some topics here. <clears throat> and it, it was very interesting when, when I got these in because the, the very first topic is change your world. Like like we're not talking about like little things here. So I'm going to step back. I'm going to let you guys elaborate a little bit on this. Change your world. Go ahead. Take it off.
2: Well, it is a book by John Maxwell that he introduced last year in 2021. And it is called Change Your World. And when he spoke on that book, it is actually the book that made me decide that's what I wanted to do. It was the catalyst to me um, joining the team, and so here we are—a year and a, a little over a year later. And what does that mean? What does it look like to change your world? Well, it's all about the word in the middle: your world. What are you doing to change your world? And your mm-hmm. world is just the people around you—the families, the the people in your community one person at a time so there's a lot to go with it but
1: no 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 and and, and keep going this is this is where you guys impart so so please
2: so the first thing you have to know in order to change your world are what are your core values so you can't change the world if you don't even have any core values in your life to change the world with and so Um, that's where we start is what are your core values and so we have put together what our core values are and Jonathan no you've got the list okay (laughs) I have the list Um, you know first of all first and foremost is integrity you know what are you standing for integrity is a huge part in our world right now um, people don't trust a lot of people and so if you are integral um, then you know you can you can change the world if they are able to feel that you are a person that's worthy to be trusted. Uh, something else is we are all about love. <laughs> we love on people. I know that last time I was here, I talked about how I take people out to coffee all the time. Mm-hmm. I continue to do that. And it's through those connections and, you know, making people feel important that there is a relationship that's built. And so that is actually our number three core value is building relationships. We do that everywhere we go, everywhere we go. It's all about the people. Um, Keeping people, number one, making it to where they understand that they are seen and heard.
1: So so, you've now given us your family three core values.
2: Is, is that it? Do you have more? There's actually two more.
1: Oh, there's five total. <laughs> five total. Okay. Personal Keep going. Growth. Personal growth. Personal growth.
2: Personal growth is a huge part of our life, our profession, our ministry, personal growth. If we're not growing, we can't help other people grow. And then the other one is gratitude. And we've all heard about the attitude of gratitude. If you don't have an attitude of gratitude, you pretty much don't have much.
3: And I, and I think another one, too, that I, I just realized we didn't put on there, at, which is at the top, is our faith. You know, it's that's what drives us. That's what gives us hope. That's what gets us through the hard times in life. And so you've got to have faith. And your core values are extremely important. You know, I, I've realized recently that my personal values don't line up with my corporate core values mm-hmm. at all. And it really struck me that that's why I've had such a struggle
1: mm. in, this, in this
3: time period is because there is no alignment of those core values. And John Maxwell actually talked about that when we were in Orlando a month or so ago. And one of the first things he said and in and the light bulb just went on immediately. And so core values are extremely important and you need to know what your core values are. And most of us know our core values but how many of us have actually
1: written them down mm-hmm. or or and I'll actually I think you're being very generous on that. I think within our sphere, within our w- w- within our current family of choice, we've created our own core values. But I, I would I would very much say that a lot of people outside of our like, like maybe that second and third circle that's away from that, they they really haven't they well, really that's, haven't.
0: That's something, a and lot they of don't people even out there think. Oh, that's for businesses. Businesses mm-hmm. do that. I don't need to do that for myself or within my house.
3: Yeah,
0: but.
1: But you You need to. You You absolutely need to.
0: That's building the foundation that you you stand on. Absolutely.
1: And and like and with what you just said, now now when when you decide to start your business or you decide to move into another position, that's something that you're going to be now basing that next company. Or hear me on this. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's that next client. On do do our do do you our core values are they even in the same realm, right? Because if, if your core value, if, if my core value is honor and integrity and this and this and this, but your core value is money, 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 well, hey, then we're not going to be able to, to sync because because you're over here thinking this direction. I'm over here thinking this direction. And it's instead of us being able to work cohesively, it's just going to be like 2.18 wheels just constantly bumping into and each it's other. It's
0: definitely going to cause some rifts. And, and I can cool. tell you
3: right now that in some of the training that I've been going through, like for coaching, that's one of the things that you need to d- identify right up front. Do I mesh with this person? Do we have somewhat of a level playing field or a, a playing field where we're, we're kind of equal? And we can also tell you from personal experience that some of the largest corporations in the world are starting to say to their employees, if this company doesn't line up with our values, they're not going to be
1: a customer anymore or we'll, we'll
3: not even start doing business with them.
0: Wow.
1: It well, I mean if you look at um and I'm going to throw someone under the bus on here, I believe it's Harry's Razors. Uh they 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 used they used to market with um man, The Daily Wire. And uh The Daily Wire uh H- Harry's Razors came out and said, "Oh, because you don't believe in the current pronouns we'll, we'll use the word pronouns mm-hmm. initiative uh we're gonna pull our funding and wait
0: the daily wire the daily wi-
1: no 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 the harry's Daily's. harry said daily wire because you're too because you're too conservative because you're too god fearing and want to be men as a man and as woman as a woman mm-hmm. we're we're not going to market with you anymore so so the owner of the daily wire said well that's fine we're just gonna create our own razor company and compete against you and within 48 hours and I'm, it's it's a seven two, and it's either seven thousand two hundred orders, or it's seventy two thousand orders. But because people people are tired of giving their money to a company that does not align with their core values, and me personally, I, I am very pro America, right? And if you if you're just going to sit here and you're going to constantly slam on America, this country that's giving you an education, this country that's giving you opportunity, if you haven't taken advantage of it, that's on you. Right. Don't go blame the country. Right. But if you're going to go down that direction, you're not going to be my perfect client. One, I'm not going to be a great company for you to work with, too, because you're going to see everything that I'm posting. You're going to see what I'm saying. And to take it a step further, maybe you're just an ultra negative person. Well, then that's not going to vibe with the people that I want to do life with. And I'm going to very nicely ask you to either level up or level out. Right. right? So- So the core values matter because now I have a standard or you have a standard to now start measuring others who you decide to do life with. One, two, if you're sitting here going, Nick, maybe that's not fair. Um, I don't have core values. Great. Well, you have two people right here on camera, and they're not me and Lindsay that you can reach out to to start to establish your own core values.
0: Who are going to love on you, and they're going to build a relationship with you. And then then your core value.
1: And then you can come talk to me
0: again. You two
2: best friends right here. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) we will love you so much. So let me actually transition to something that we're working on right now. Okay. And that is
1: how gentle she says that.
2: (laughs) That's her former teacher coming. I know.
1: I can feel it. Keep you on track.
0: Thank you so much for sharing. But it's time. Time to (laughs) stop talking now. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
2: I love it. I love you, Nick. <laughs> so here we go. So this is what we're all about: is finding what do you stand for? What do you want to know? Be known for in your business, in your personal life, in your person. Who? Who? do you want to is this like right are you ready are you ready hold on hold on hold on is that what this is
1: when you walk out the door what are the people saying about you after you've left
2: yes exactly Mm -hmm. and that's where integrity comes in i mean that is where the core is what are you doing in secret what are Mm. you doing behind closed doors are you living out your core values behind closed doors So, we actually have a program and it's on our, on uh, my, my linked, link tree, excuse me. And it is called Four. And that's what we go through. We go through what do you want to be known for? Four. (laughs) Yes, F O R. Yes. (laughs) And we are all about. Clarity, we want you to be clear about what do you want to be known for and what are you known for? There's a gap. You could think that you are known for something, but it's the customer or the client or your family that's going to say, mm, you know what? That's not what I feel you're known for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and, it doesn't and, have to go that far. Maybe, you're, maybe your spouse yes, or
3: friends.
2: Absolutely. Right. Yes. Let, let's
3: be honest. None of us are going to get the uh, Christmas carol opportunity that Scrooge had to go see what people were saying about him after he died, if you remember in the movie. Whoa, what a great analogy. Keep going. That, that, that whole four thing. What are you about? Who are you? And, you know, I, I'm reminded of the, the men who are standing around, Well, well, I'll go if lunch is served. But they, they had no interest in the man himself because he had lived his life in such a notorious way. And so mm. it's what are people saying about you when you're gone? Are people just coming to your funeral for a memorial service for the buffet afterwards? <laughs> are they actually coming there because they care about you and they, they remember you? I mean, even this morning, I was just reading about uh, Gilbert Gottfried, who just passed away, and, mm-hmm. and his memorial service that they had. And there were so many people there who were speaking so highly of him and, and loving on him. And that's what you want. When you, when you're done, your four is what makes people talk about you and remember you. And it's, it's the significance. Both
2: good and bad. That's right. (laughs) Absolutely.
3: Yeah. But it's that significance. That's something that we all want. You know, we think fame is great. We think wealth is great, but really what we're striving for, what we desire more than anything is significance. What am I impacting in this world? Mm-hmm. Am I just impacting me and my three? Or am I impacting a, a larger group of people? And as Narmin alluded to earlier, you have to start with you, but it has to grow. And you want that 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 wave of significance to be like the ripples in a pond. That they go out from where the pebble hit, and they just keep going and going and going until they get to the edge and make some waves.
1: So. You know, I. that's where with that, you have to understand that you say pebble because of my background. I like to say a boat or a ship, right? And, and, and the larger your voice gets, that's the larger ship and you're creating more wake as you go through. Right. But you, but you have to lead yourself first. And it's when we talk about the, the, the four, the core values, then the four. Okay, so, so if if, one, if core values is step one and four is step two, all right, because I like, I like rules of three, what would be the third aspect?
3: Actually doing something with it. Yeah. Ooh. The, do. the implementation. Action. And, and then that, that's the next step for us. So uh, Maxwell Leadership has been doing something amazing around the world down in Central America and the Dominican Republic where they go in and they do these things called transformation tables. And it's it's impacting those countries
1: significantly. So, r- real quick for the audience, what is a transformation table?
3: No, that's <laughs> and for, <me>. for Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so, literally, a transformation table is is it's a round table where you have a facilitator who comes in, and there's a a guided curriculum that you lead the attendees at the table through, and it is. Um, Training the trainer is ultimately what it is. So as Maxwell Leadership, we go in and we train the leaders in in that area that come to the tables, and they go back and train their people. So it again, it's, mm-hmm. it's it just keeps I see making bigger and bigger waves. And just out of uh, a happenstance, we met a couple uh, from uh, Branson, Missouri, recently, and uh, I actually have a cousin that lives up there, and they they know my cousin. I just said where he works, and they said, oh, he's like, Nathan? I know Nathan. <laughs>
1: but they're actually Very spearheading.
3: Yeah, really. They're actually spearheading a transformation table event that's going to happen there in Branson in May. And Narmine and I were fortunate enough to be able to get on the list, and we're going to be going and doing that. We'll be going up on a Sunday. And, uh, we with, are
2: pioneers. Yeah. They have never done this in America. This is the first that's time that they're bringing Mississippi it to. And, and
3: Branson or Ozarks yeah. are, are the first two. And it's it's going to be um, starts Sunday night with a dinner, and I and I believe John Maxwell is actually John going Marks to come in speaking. and speak. Mm-hmm. And it's just a two day event. So 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 this is new. Yeah, this, this yes. is not like to the U.S.
1: This is new yeah, to the U.S. It's
2: brand new. They have never done this before here in America. Transformation tables.
1: Oh, and that's one thing, because mo- most things start in the U.S. and then they then they go abroad.
2: Isn't that the truth? Yes. Well, I,
3: I think a lot of that is because we think. We know everything here in this country.
2: we're
3: the best. <laughs> and, and the reality is, we're not. And John Maxwell, I, we've heard him say this many times. They go into the schools, they go into the prisons. And it's making a
1: huge difference in those countries. Are you ready for this? Uh, in the, the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to quote an episode that I talked to probably about three months ago. Is it Bluey? No, it's not Bluey. <laughs> uh, Norway. It's Norway. Norway is actually shutting down their prison systems. And the reason why they're shutting them down is not because people are not not because people are just no longer criminals, but they're 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 doing such a great job of getting the criminals back out, rehabbing them, Mm -hmm. and getting them back to be um, assets to the economy instead of liabilities to the economy. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that they're doing that, and the the reason why they're doing it is that they there's a belief that most people are become criminals because they they're, they're desperate. And when you can identify that, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not talking about like b- bad people. I'm talking about like people who maybe had to carjack or something of that nature because they were just they they trying to make ends meet, right? So what they do is they put them through a program where they come out and they're mechanics or they're CPAs or they're, they're something, right? And yes, they still have to check in and they still have to, you know, they, the the government is still monitoring them because of their history but they're able to come back out and be an asset to society. Mm -hmm. Well, think about this. You just talked about how you're going to bring this transformation table into the school. What have you done? You've done something that, that, that schools are not doing, which is giving kids a sense of direction. We teach them English and science and name your name, name it, name it. Right. But as a high school kid, no one's saying, Hey, maybe you need some leadership. Hey, what are you good at? Hey, what do you like? Mm -hmm. Instead it's, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. I don't care what you like. I remember I lo- hear a teacher in my head right now going, "It doesn't matter that you got the pro- that that you got the problem right. The system that you went through to get the to get the right answer wasn't the way I told you to do it." I'm sitting here going, "If you've looked at anyone's like, if you, if you look at business doing a process exactly the same way every single time is not how you grow a business."
0: Isn't that called insanity?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: I really hope this teacher's watching right now because of what you just said.
0: I mean, <laughs> well, you know, that, I, that is why there are two former teachers <laughs> here. Just saying. It, it, I, <laughs> I, so
1: I, I, t- I totally forgot about that as I said that. Like, it didn't even, yes. but go ahead, please. I
3: was going to say, I've, I've had a little saying for many years in, in the industry that I've worked in that if uh, policy or process stands in the way of progress, we have a problem.
0: Say that Hold again. Hold on, I'm writing that, say that down. Say again.
1: <laughs> if, if policy. Or
3: process stand in the way of progress, we have a problem. And that's –
1: y'all should write that down.
0: I'm going to take Nick's notes.
3: (laughs) Historically, I worked for one of the largest uh, companies in the world that uh, used to produce their product in a yellow box with a big red K on the side of it. (laughs) And I actually enjoyed my time there. But we always talked about thinking outside the yellow box. And you have to think outside the yellow box to accomplish things, to uh, be successful, to find answers, to find new solutions. And you you have to do that. And I'm gonna tell you kind of an interesting story. I had a customer in upstate New York whose brother-in-law worked in the research park for this company. And he went to the board and suggested an idea to them. And they said, nobody will ever want a camera in their cell phone. Shut him down. I challenge you today find a cell phone without a camera and that's why that company is where it's at today which is at the bottom of the the pile when it comes to stock value they had all the intellectual property in the world but they ran it into the ground because they were so stuck inside their yellow box Mm. that they couldn't see where life was heading
1: like i remember when my cell phone came with the first camera and it was 0.03 pixels or something of that nature meg- meg- megabytes per pixel or something like that and i was just like i remember when that was a big deal like oh you 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 have a phone with a camera mm-hmm.
3: do you remember how awful those pictures <laughs> oh, <yeah>. were <laughs> i still have some of those pictures i remember going to fries and buying a little cheap like i think i probably paid 50 or 100 dollars for this goofy plastic looking thing at fries uh-huh and some of the first pictures of our youngest son were taken with that camera. And
1: it, yeah, it, it was horrible. Yeah. You know, they, they they're still... all
0: pixelated and yeah. grainy. And
1: now, and, and now, and now, right? And now the camera that you have in front of you has three lenses, can go 4K, video 4K, and 60 frames i i don't know whatever that I, whatever the iphone the one of the newest iphones can do yeah. i don't know yeah, yeah so if, if if he looks better than all of us it's because he has the he has the good camera today yeah. <laughs> it's well, not because he, I'm, he, gonna,
3: he, I'm gonna be really hard pressed to beat what those two <laughs>
1: look. Aww, Aww. No. that was good well played Proudy well points. played <laughs> okay so so we've talked about john maxwell so r- real quick you guys have mentioned john maxwell multiple times mm-hmm. Can you tell tell the audience why you've mentioned John Maxwell multiple times? And then we're going to go into the third topic. Yes.
2: So I am a leadership and communication coach with the John Maxwell team, which has now been rebranded as the Maxwell
1: Maxwell Leadership. Team.
2: Leadership.
1: Okay. Great. So 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 that, that that's the world that you two are mm-hmm. in right now. So if you hearing a lot of John Maxwell, understand that these are these are people who are educated by John Maxwell. They didn't just go read the books like right. they've been to trainings. seminars that's and trainings thing. and conferences.
3: <laughs> and he has surrounded himself with some of the sharpest people yes. in this industry. And, yes. and right now, the man who is running Maxwell leadership for him and who is also a part owner with him has been with Maxwell for over 25 years. And so this man has been prepared to take this role, and and he is amazing. I mean, we interacted with him, and it just you're just blown away how friendly, and communicative he is when when he's talking to you. Yes. You just feel it. And what's really cool is he and I have actually have the first same name, even though he doesn't <laughs> go by that name. There you go. So there that was connection kind of fun. There. But, you know, John Maxwell. You know, mean talks about this, but the reality is. He has impacted our lives in greater ways before we even got to this point in time because we spent a number of years in an organization where he would come pour into us. And so we've read his books through the years and heard his wisdom from stage and and through
1: audios. He was
2: our coach before he literally became our coach. (laughs) Okay,
1: so I'm going to put a pause in this real quick. I've had people say, oh, John Maxwell, that curriculum is just... It's so old, like it's, it's outdated. It's, 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 it's not, it's not relevant for today. And to that you say uh, bogus, because <laughs> one
3: of his most successful books, yeah. he did a 2.0 of it and it was an 89% revision and wow.
2: Sold 27 million copies. <laughs>
3: the, man, the man has written over a hundred yeah. books with over 27 million books sold. Yes. I mean, he's, he's doing something right. And, and I'll tell you what, yeah. You hear the same information again and again and Mm -hmm. again. Partially, that's because it's not sticking in your head. You need it
2: to stick. (laughs) It's a simple message. Okay, that's what's beautiful about it. It's a simple message that Mm -hmm. is applicable in every area of your life if you allow it to be. I know that there are other gurus in the in the world, leadership gurus in the world, but he comes back to basics. It's all about you. It's never about himself. It's all about what are we doing for you. And so he allows us to get out of ourselves. And so um, I know that our time is limited, but I just wanted to say that I am in the schools right now, and I'm doing his book, The 15 Invaluable Laws. And just last week I um, I was speaking on the law of pain, to ninth graders 105 ninth graders I go into every single classroom and I am speaking asking questions probing them to think for themselves finally and uh, this young man I asked him so what on a scale of 1 to 10 what was the worst pain that you have experienced in your life and I get really personal and he talked about how his grandmother just passed away recently And although he was very close to his grandmother, it was the pain that he witnessed his mother going through Mm. that was very impactful in his life. And in fact, later on, I was probing him a little bit more, and I said, how was it that you witnessing your mother going through this pain has changed you and your perspective? He said, seeing how my mother's strength came out in that very, very challenging time makes me feel like I can face anything and be like my mom, as strong as my mom. This is a ninth (laughs) grader who is 15 years old. To have that light bulb moment, and everybody around him, it, it was a classroom of 30 kids, and he was speaking from the heart, and he's a very impactful young man people follow him he's a he's on the football team and and he's he's very well known and for him to get to that point i feel like that's what it's all about how are we impacting our young people how are we impacting the people around us how are we changing those we come in contact with and i believe that young man will never be the same again because he was able to actually process that experience and now he's going to be able to move forward in his life. That's good. That's amazing.
1: It, you,
3: you know, you want people don't understand this, I think, a lot of times, is that you need to connect the dots with things that happen in your life. And every situation that you go through should be a learning situation. John talks about one of the things he said, you know, everybody says, well, uh, experience is the best teacher. And he says, I say no to that evaluated experience is the best teacher because when you think about what you have just experienced why did i experience that what decisions did i make what decisions could i have made that would have changed the outcome or you know changed what happened you evaluate your experience but you want to be able to connect those dots in your life so that you know how to navigate through life Mm -hmm. you know I, i i taught school for one year and But it took me um, more times than I can even remember right now to get through algebra when I was in high school. and Actually, I never finished it until I was in college and married. But I wanted to know what things were for. Like, I remember, do you guys remember the equation foil, first, outer, inner, last mm-hmm. from algebra? What is that used for? Well, as I recall, that's used for helping define the curve of satellite dishes. Am I ever going to design a satellite dish? No, but it was cool to know what it was for. Now that said I didn't know that's what that was for. Yeah. But then I even remember one time using A squared plus B squared equals C squared because I didn't have a tape measure long enough. Or I didn't I actually didn't have a square. I'm sorry, I didn't have Mm -hmm. a square. I had the tape measure, but I didn't have the square. And I was laying out railroad ties. And you could do the math to actually do something practical with. That's people want to be able to do something with what they're being taught. And that's what is so amazing about this. Thing that we're involved with, John Maxwell is amazing, and his wisdom is stupendous. But John will tell you he's not the best expert in every field. And when you're coaching somebody, you have to realize you're not the expert in that field. If I'm mentoring you, that's different. But if I'm coaching you, you're the expert. I'm going to ask you the questions to help you figure out what you already know
0: to help you process. But
3: when you understand what you're learning, and when you see a reason behind it, and you evaluate it. That's what helps you step forward and step up because as John says, everything worth value is uphill. If it's, if it's going to take you downhill, turn around and start going the
1: other way because it's not worth backsliding. Literally, if you will. I love what you just said. And I think a lot of people get this wrong. A mentor is an expert who's already in the field and is helping level you up. Mm Mm-hmm we coach, that
3: for a lot of years ourselves. A
1: coach is someone who's helping you hear, hear what he said, process, okay? And you get a lot of people in leadership positions that go, I don't need a coach. Look at where I'm at. I don't need a coach. Look at where I'm at. da da, 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 da. Look at, I'm VP, president, whatever, yada-yada. I'm a director, whatever, yada-yada. But at the end of the day, because you don't have someone there to help you process, another business professional who is like-minded. Okay. Um, and well, Nick, I have my spouse or I got my friends or I got so no, 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 that that's different. That's different. They're looking at it through, through their lens. A coach is someone who specializes in mental processes so you can build the process so you can be successful in your company. So you can be successful in your career. Okay. And, or and, in, or in your personal life.
3: Yeah, it could, it could be in That's a lot great. of ways. Yeah, and it, it's a good example of this is if I was coaching you, I've never done a podcast before today. Mm-hmm. But if you were coming to me looking for you know, for coaching, mm-hmm. I'm going to be asking you the questions because you know the answers. You just need to think about it a little differently, uh, aka think outside I the of box. I'm thinking of
1: so many coaches I've had in my life that I've paid for and go and thought they they didn't understand this uh, literally foundational point mm. right the
0: coach didn't know they were a coach they thought they were a mentor mm.
1: <laughs> yes because they would be like they have this specialty but they're telling me how to do marketing and I'm like i mm. i hear you i hear <laughs> you but you do you understand how stupid you sound right now like and I just I bit my tongue out of respect because it's that these individuals were, were older than me and I just I'm going to be honorable. But I'm just in my head. I'm like, that is about the dumbest idea ever. And that was why they should have been trying to help me work through or connect the dots like what you just said, connect the dots and not trying to solve it for me. I don't need you to solve. tell me what to do. I need you to help pull the information out of me. And connect it so I can grow. Because at the end of the day, you and 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 take take whatever niche you're in, right? If I came in and I tried to tell a CPA how to do a CPA's job, as Amber, absolutely, yeah. I don't have an accounting (laughs) degree. I have no (laughs) CPA experience. I have no idea what the tax laws say, right? Right. But as a coach, you're going to go in and you're going to talk to the CPA or this accountant and help them work through because they know the answer. They just don't know where it is in their head yet. Mm
0: -hmm. So let's take this a step further, (laughs) coining Nick's phrase. (laughs) Let's go a step further with that. And I have so many of them. (laughs) Are you coaching your kids?
1: Oh, do you even know how to coach your kids? Do you
0: even know how to coach your kids? Is there a parenting course? Them? Yes. Do you know I, how to help them process through whatever it is by asking them the questions to help them process it yes. in and a way that they understand?
1: So so we're, we're, you have heard us talk on the show. I'm, 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 I'm going to let you get there. You, you've heard us talk on the show about the five whys. Okay. The five whys. Let's take that. and Let's put that into like that's foundation. Like that's very much step one. If you just learn to learn to ask your kid why. Okay, just get through the five whys. Okay, if that's your foundation, what's the next step?
0: Core values, you can pay for that.
2: I I really (laughs) thought she was gonna say (laughs) that You you have to have core values in your family, and those will lead you. What do you want your family to be known for? What is it that you're wanting to be known for? And then that's going to help guide you. Into helping your child think into those core values, believe into those core values, act upon those core values. And so, that's going to guide their actions. And that's the actions. Because, will because
1: follow. parents, families don't even have that. Yes. So how can you guide your child? How can you, be as a parent, guide a kid if you don't even have core values... It, if you don't have a baseline, what are you measuring against? business, right? If you don't if you don't have a baseline, what are you measuring against? You're measuring against nothing. you're just you're just
3: everywhere. You need to know where you start to know where you're going, but also to remember where
1: you came from. Mm.
2: We create bridges. What does that mean? Just like what Jonathan said, we take what you already are doing and where do you want to go? where do you want to go what what kind of a parent do you want to be
3: What kind of business person do you want to be you know how far do you want to go what problems do you need to solve to take it to the next level
2: and we fill in the gaps we ask you, you to fill in that bridge do we you create. even know
1: what questions so and we, that's and and, and and that's where you guys come in you don't even know the questions right. like right. you don't even know what like great you I've as as y'all's coach and no, I'm sorry I said that backwards. As you coach others, you help them define the two points, right? But after you've done that, and and I've even, I mean, I've seen this. Like I've, I'm, I'm going through like areas. Just I remember being in Hawaii, and I had someone go, "Oh, great, you're you're here, and you want to get here. Great job, figure it out." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, thank you." I'm like, I'm like 24 years old, and I'm like, I, I what do I do now? Like, yeah. thank you for helping me understand my ultimate goal but you guys now come in and go great now that we've defined that now here's the questions you don't even know to ask
0: that are gonna that you know the answers to that are gonna build your bridge oh Mm -hmm.
3: my goodness because you need to build it
1: yourself yeah and
3: and quite honestly
1: i have all kinds of graphics that you need to build for this Lindsay.
3: (laughs) you know our our process actually says we give the agenda building to the client we say to them what do you want to talk about where do you want to go what do you want to do Because
2: we put them in the leadership.
3: Yeah. Again, they're the expert expert. I'm sorry. They know more about whatever they're doing than I do. And that's where we need to be. And I wanted to kind of jump back to the whole parenting thing. As parents, we have to be, um, you know, guidelines or you will, the the guardrails for quite a while in our kids life. And we always want to stay that way. But, yeah, you, you need to step out of the role of, hey, I did this and it and it was painful and it hurt. You know, and, and we always say, well, you want to try and protect your kids from making those same mistakes that you did, but sometimes they don't learn unless they actually hit the guardrail and bounce back and, and, and learn from that. But to take it from that quote unquote mentorship role into the coaching role where you're asking your kids as they get older, do you really want to do that? What do you, where's your, where do you want to head in life? What, what is the goal for you? What do you mm-hmm. think you want to do? And that's really, a, it's a powerful role. And, and unfortunately, I think most of us don't realize that until we're on the verge of being grandparents. Sure. <laughs> so,
0: well, I, we missed our kids up, but we can at least fix the other one, the next one. No.
1: Well, it's... <laughs> there is a generational gap in learning your parents got you as far as they could get you. And now that they're grandparents, now they have another 20 years, 15 to 20 years underneath their belt that they can go, Oh, well, Hey, let me help you. Like I was able to get you to hear based off of the knowledge that I had. Right. But now, I mean, by the time I have grandkids, I'll be in my, I'll I'll be pastor Keysage. I'll be in my sixties. Right. By the time I have grandkids, That's that's another 20 years of knowledge. That I can now impart into my grandkids, right? So, the, yes, there, 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 there's 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 a jump there. There's an absolute jump there. Now, hear me on this, parents. How many of you are actually asking your parents with your kids, right? And as a grandparent, just because you're a grandparent doesn't mean you're done. You 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 just you just you just hit hard mode again. Like, don't, don't, don't start neglecting your family just because you're a grandparent. You still, and what, what I'm not saying is I'm not saying you need to take over and just and raise, raise their kids for them because I'm not saying that, but, but what I'm getting at is make sure you're there. Make sure you're asking the questions. If you're like, Nick, I don't know what questions to ask, then maybe you need to see coaching from our guest. And then then, then that then that helps empower you to now be that grandparent and parent into this, into not just the generation that's coming up behind you, but the generation that's coming behind them. Mm. Like, I'm just, I'm sitting here and I'm seeing so many, kid I'm seeing so many dots connected, but I'm also seeing so many pitfalls where people are like, okay, I'm done. I'm a grandparent, easy mode. No, like that's where.
0: Yeah, spoil them and give them back.
1: <laughs> right?
3: Yeah. I actually saw something uh, yesterday that said, if you, um, I forget how to put it in the beginning. Basically, if you work with your kids, then you, you get to spoil your grandkids. But if you spoil your kids, you end up raising your grandkids.
1: Yes, I've read that before. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday. We thank you guys for coming thank onto the, the show. Us. This was really good. I have actually, like I pulled up a word document. It was typing notes. If you saw I me link down, so I'm going to, uh, I'll make sure to put those notes in, into the comments to share it with the audience, but thank you guys for coming on to, onto, onto oh, yeah. our show this morning thank and you dropping your knowledge and just your excellence and your greatness with us. Uh, we're going to get to work. Why? Cause it's good Friday and I want to get home and spend yes. some time with my kids. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah, my kids are going to the beach, so I'm I'm ready to go home now.
1: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> there you go. So, thank you guys again for coming on here. Hopefully, we get to have you guys again on our show, and want to make sure that you rise up and crush it.
0: Bye, Bye y'all. Bye.